I can remember hunting with my father when I was just young. Hunting was kind of one of those things. It wasn't my, I, I preferred fishing, but hunting was something I did so I could hang out with dad a little bit. And uh, that was a common activity that we had. But I remember that when we would kind of find the right place and we would sit down on a tree that had fallen over. You know, back in those days, it was, it was uh, old school hunting. It was before you had the blind. I, I like going hunting with Brad Brookers. Brad, Brad, I think Brad's, Brad's probably here this morning. Yeah, everyone's pointing at him over here. Um, I like hunting with Brad. Brad's got a little heater, the deer stand. He's got the, he's, he's kind of like the, the, the perfect guide because when you show up, it's, it's just the environment that you would like to be in. You know, you're chatting there and, and he's got the, the game already coming in. Well, back when I hunted with dad, there was none of that. You kind of pushed the snow out of the way and sat down on a cold log and uh, got quiet and waited for a deer to come bouncing across the field or, or come into view. And, and uh, while you were waiting, <clears throat> I can remember that dad, he'd, sometimes he'd pull this little, it looked like a stick. If you didn't know, maybe it was your first time with him, it just looked like a, a stick. That, and he had taken time to kind of whittle away and split in half. And down the center of that stick, there'd be a little groove. And a rubber band would go between those two grooves. And... Uh, He'd had two little bands on the side, and, and he'd put it to his mouth, and he'd give a little... Anyone ever heard those little rubber band deer calls? And he'd give a couple little blats on, on the deer call, and, and if we were blessed, then a deer would come into sight, but more often than not, we'd just sit and wait. Sit and wait for something to happen. But the reality was is that that little stick with a rubber band had great potential and power attached because in that little, that little call was the opportunity for something to hear and respond and come. I remember uh, different calls that, you know, if you're in the Maritimes, it was just kind of, you know, jack of all trades, master of none. I remember my uncles bringing out these Allen's one liter tin juice cans. Remember those? There'd be a skate lace attached to it, and you'd wet your fingers, and then you go, <laughs> that's how it sounded, just like that. <laughs> and now, you know, <clears throat> it continues now, technology has advanced along with all the deer blinds, and, and now you can get speakers, and you download apps, and the apps have the sounds of the animals that you're looking for, and you can set up little Bluetooth speakers, man, it's, it's high tech, it's, it's incredible. But the basic idea, the premise is the same, is that the call has embedded within it the request for something to come, to come. The animal's kingdom ability to succeed is directly connected with their ability to issue a call. In the Old Testament, the call of deliverance was there by God to humanity. It doesn't just happen in the animal kingdom. If we shift over to the natural, the supernatural kingdom, we can find that God has this ability to call his people. If the animal kingdom, uh, its, its success is based on its ability to, to summon one another and to come into connection and, and to conglomerate or, or become a group or a herd together, that's based on their ability to call. How much more is it that God would have a call that is issued that humanity can hear and respond to? 
It may not be a call that, that, that you discern at first, but over time that you'll realize that that call was there in your life. I don't know if you can go back in your mind to when God first started calling your family. It may have been the voice of a friend or the voice of somebody that just said, hey, why don't we grab coffee? But in that request or in that invitation, there was a call from the king that came your way. There was a call to come that was issued, and, and you didn't see it at first, but God was calling you closer. God was using individuals, or maybe it was a song that was sung, or a, a portion of scripture that was read. It was a preacher on the TV or, a, or on the radio that you heard, and God began to call you closer. God has this ability to call his people. There is a call of God that comes, and, and God's very intentional because the rise and fall of the kingdom of God is resting greatly on the call. The call, don't, don't mistake it. The moment that you stepped into this room this morning, God's call has been, has been there for invitation. God's call has been reaching and God's call has been active. You, you didn't come just into another room where somebody had prepared a few songs, but the songs had a divine design attached to them because God's call is in the room. And it's not just for the brand new believer or someone that this is just the first or fifth time that you've been at CCC. The call of God still comes if you've been here 30 years or 50 years because God is still asking us to come closer. The call of God is intentional. You heard it and you saw it in the Old Testament. God was that kind of Savior. He, he called Noah onto the ark. The Bible said that the Lord called Noah. God's call came and, and the Lord said to Noah, Come thou and all thy house into the ark. For thee have I seen in righteousness before me in this generation. There's something about you, Noah, that, that attracted the call of God. And, and God's call came to Noah. And Noah was saved because God's call came into his life that active engaged part of God is still at work in our lives today God is still in the business of salvation God is still in the business of reaching out and pulling humanity out of the midst of destruction and devastation God's call still says come on the ark come on come a little closer come into my presence come into my purpose come into salvation today God's call is in the room this morning that, that's why we've got baptisms at the end of service because God hasn't stopped calling his call is still coming that's why people are going to be buried in his name and when they rise to walk they're walking in newness of salvation in newness of life why because God's still a saving God God still looks at someone lost and says come on the ark it's time to come in it's time to come out from among them I feel a little Holy Ghost rising up I wonder if someone would just clap hands to the Lord for a moment I'll just keep that for one more moment. I'm, I'm so glad that we're maskless for the most part this morning, if, if that was your desire. But I, I feel something being released in the Holy Ghost. I, I feel like God's power is present to heal today. God, God calls. He, he calls us from the place where we are because he knows there's more in store. He, he knows that something better awaits us. He knows that, that if we'll respond, then he can open a door. He can open an opportunity. He can bring healing and help and deliverance if we'll just respond to God's call. God called Noah. God called Moses. The Bible said that when Moses was in the wilderness, he led the flock that he was guarding and shepherding to the backside of the desert. And he's on the run from Pharaoh. 
He's refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter. And in, he sees this burning bush in Exodus chapter 3. It's there, the story. And he, he turns to see this bush. And when he turns aside, the Bible tells us that God called unto him. That God called. When the moment that, that Moses turned aside... He, he saw something that caught his attention, and, and he's here in this place. He, he, he's, he's already done the math. He's on the run. He, he's, he's in this, this location because Pharaoh has him on every wanted poster plastered all through Egypt. He's been separated from his home. He's been separated from his family that he knew. He, he's been walking through the wilderness, and now he's on the backside of a desert. But in that location is the perfect spot for us to hear the call of God. None of us like being in that locale, that place of loneliness. None of us like being in the place of separation. None of us like to be isolated. And none of us like to be in that place where we're certain that our future is finished. We don't have any more things in store. We have nothing to look forward to. We're just going through the motions. We're just going through every day. We're getting the coffee in the morning. We're at work by nine. And just going through the motions. And sometimes you can think, well, that's finished. But can I just remind somebody God's not finished with us yet. That God isn't complete. And in those times when we're certain that our season of accomplishment has ended. When we're certain that we are finished and we're just going to ride this thing out. God, God doesn't have retirement in the spiritual realm. God is calling someone because he's not finished with you yet. And in that moment, in that burning bush, I, I sense a burning bush in the room this morning. I, I sense it. And if you'll just take time to notice it, that the Holy Ghost is stirring something up in the room. If you'll pause for a moment and turn aside, God's call is coming in the room today. God's call is coming in the room. And, and the moment that Moses turns to see the bush, God calls. He calls him out of the midst of that bush. And, and Moses responds. And we know the rest of the story. God raises a great deliverer. God saves a great people because of one man's willingness to hear the call of God. The call comes. The call comes because God has a plan for us that often we know nothing about. The beginning of almost all of the ministry in Scripture starts with the call that God brings for people to come. The call to come. God, God calls individuals and, and God calls us into purpose and God calls us into places sometimes that are uncomfortable God's call is in the room this morning. If you're a guest with us today, can I just tell you that in other places there's weariness and there's sorrow. But God's call today wants to bring you joy and bring you rest. This is what he said in Matthew 11. Come unto me all ye that labor and are heavy laden and I will give you rest. But the call is there. Come. Come. God often will see. You can look through scripture. His call came to his disciples to come. That, that, that invitation was there for them to leave what they were doing and follow him. And that God would purpose, put purpose in their life. And, and he would allow them to accomplish great things. And, and that unknown is, is, is a scary place to step into. But the call is there to come. You know, I do feel like uh, from the brand new folks in our church to the most mature folks in our church, God is calling us. 
into a place of the miraculous. And none of us like miracle territory. None of us enjoy the storm. None of us enjoy the place where we're uncertain where the next step's going to leave us or lead us. None of us like it when, when God's call comes and, and we're in the safety of the ship and God's speaking to us to step over the bow of the boat into the storm. None of us like that territory, but can I just say that God's call in an end time apostolic church, there is a call for us into the supernatural miracle territory and we can't play it safe. We can't stay on the sidelines and see the spectacular. We, we can't stay off on the sidelines and, and expect to see God do some great things. God's saying, come a little closer. It's time to step out into the uncertain territory. It's time to, to believe me for the impossible. I, I know we're apostolic. We say that we believe it. We, we read that we believe it. We've printed that we believe it. But God's still waiting for someone to step out and believe it. It was Peter in that boat on that miracle territory that he, said, he saw the Lord come. And he said, Lord, if it be thou, bid me come. Come unto thee on the water. See that call to come. Sometimes, sometimes we, we get to initiate it and, and there's just this stirring in our spirit right now to come out into that water. Not the ankle deep where it's comfortable, not the knee deep where we can handle it, not, not the waist deep, but there's, there's a call to come where we know we can't touch bottom. There's a call to come where we know we can't manage it or control it. There's a call to come when we know that, that, that unless God intervenes, it's sink or swim, that, that kind of territory. That kind of territory is, it's not welcome territory. It's territory that none of us like. And, and we know there's some needs that we're praying about in our church family. And, and if you're like um, many of us, that when those needs come across our plate and we're aware of them, it, it's disturbing. It's challenging. There's something that stirs up in the spirit. But, but I've just got this confidence that God is calling us into that place because he wants us to see the supernatural. But he's waiting for us. Come on. I wish someone would just say, God, I'm willing to come. I, I'm willing to come out of the boat into the storm. I'm, I'm willing to step out of the boat into miracles miracle territory. If you're calling me to come, call me to come. I'll come. I'll be the one that's willing to go a little further. I'll, I'll be the one. I, I'm sitting on the side of the boat right now, but, but I'm getting ready to put my foot over into territory that I can't control. I'm getting ready to step out into the middle of the storm, but God, if it's me, bid me come and I'll, I'll come. CCC, I hear it in the spirit realm. God is calling us to come, but it's time. We, we played it safe a little bit too long. It's about time that, that we just kind of got our foot over the side of the boat and, and it's time that we stepped out into the deep because God is calling us to come. Come on, God is calling us. Our apostolic roots have this attached to them. The call to come was attached to the supernatural realm and God's saying let's go into the deep. Let's go to where the storm is. It's got to be still. Let's, let's go into the place where the wind has whipped the water up but I'm
Any, anybody there? I wish someone would just step up for a minute. Anybody just want to stand up for one second and say, God, I'm willing to come. If that's your voice, if that's really you, and you're calling us, let me hear that call to come. I wish we lift both hands for a moment and say, God, I'm going in. I'm going into that place of uncertainty. I'm going into that place of miracle territory. I'm going in believing that we're going to come out on the other side. That's it. Let the, let the call become a cry for a moment. Come on, I, I feel the waves stiffening under our feet. I, I feel, come on, I feel the uncertainty becoming certain. I, I feel like that, 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 that thing that should be so shaky. I feel like God's just, just made it a calm. God's made it solid. That the uncertainty, come on, I wish we'd step by faith. Somebody step out and say, I'm believing God for the miracle. I'm believing God for the revival. I'm believing God for more than we can handle. I'm believing God for something bigger than we can create. I'm believing God for the miracle. Call. Call us to come this morning, God. You can be seated this, this morning. God is calling the uninvited and he's calling the unwanted. It was the children that the disciples shoot away, but Jesus said, suffer them, forbid them not to come unto me, for, such is of, such, for of such is the kingdom of heaven. God's calling everybody. It's an echo I hear in sermons that I'm, I'm listening to that are, are spoken on a movement level. It's, it's sermons that we're hearing. It's about God saying, it's time to release the new convert to accomplish ministry and purpose. It's, it's that call that, that, that we need every hand on deck right now. It's the call that says we're going to walk alongside somebody. They may not know exactly what to do or they may not have all the protocol down right, but, but here's what they've got. They've got faith to believe that God is going to perform the supernatural. God's going to do the miracle. And when we just kind of release them into that place of faith, the miracle's going to happen. You know what it's like if, if you're a husband or a dad or, or a son. You, you know what it's like when... When you get the call, Dad, the, the call kind of, it can come as a request. Hey, Dad, that's what it sounds like if you don't know yet. Hey, Dad, Dad, any of those, any of those dads know. And you know that to the varying degree that the call comes, it's different intensities. It's like, Dad? Or, hey, Dad? Dad? All of those mean different things, and if you're Dad, you know what they mean. And you know when it comes. It comes as soon as you get settled on the couch, <laughs> the book or newspaper. Dad? And Dads know. Dads know that if you're quiet and you don't answer, sometimes it goes away. It's kind of a beautiful thing when it does. 
and, and you continue. So that's, that's like the minor request call. Dad, just pretend you're not here. And then, then you know when it's, when it's like the spider on the ceiling call. Dad! Dad! And then you know that you have a responsibility to respond. And so you respond something like this. Now, now the ball's in your court. The calls come. And so the response is, yeah? Or the response is, What? Or again, be quiet and see if it goes away. <laughs> the varying intensities. The, the one, you know, they'll live. There's no deadly spiders in New Brunswick unless it came in on the fruit and vegetables. They'll, they'll be all right. But the, the call, you know, the, then there's the other intense call. Jah! And that's like, need help now. And the coffee's all over the, the living room floor. And the cushions are half all, all hanging off the couch because you just ran down the hall to see what in the world, what chaotic event has just occurred, what's on fire, who's, who's drowning, who, what pipe sprung a leak. I don't know. Jack! And, and you, know, you know what I'm talking about. There's varying degrees of call that come. And, and we, we gauge our response based on what kind of call came in. Is, it, is, it, is that just my house? Are we strange? <laughs> Kathy's laughing the hardest. We must be. Um, so you know, you know that, that the varying degrees and intensities of call that comes. But, but I can't help but sensing in the supernatural realm that there is this intense call that's coming. The age and the end of the hour that we're living in, the call isn't just a quiet request. The call is at the command level. And that's what we've got to understand, that the call that's coming right now, it's, it's not a request. It's not optional. The call, the call has instilled in it a command. And if God is saying, come, then it's time to get up and come. It's, it's the come that came to, to Zacchaeus when he was in the tree. Zacchaeus, come, come down because I'm going to your house. Everything is about to change. Everything is about to transform. It's, it's, a, a, it's not just a request. It's a command that's issued with the call to come and and we know the story of Zacchaeus how that God changed his life how that everything was transformed in just that one moment that came with the call the call we can come back to the music this morning the call that holds the command within it's the call that comes to Lazarus out of the tomb said that he cried with a loud voice, Lazarus, come forth. It wasn't optional. It was Lazarus. It's time to get up and it's time to get out. You don't have to stay there. You, you can't be held by, by what thinks its power is to control and hold you. No, you have the authority to come out. And this morning, God's issuing a call with that one word, come. It's to come out of Sin, because God has given you power to. Nobody wants to live in the place of sin. 
And God's call says come. And he gives you the opportunity, the invitation, and the authority to come out. Lazarus came out of the tomb. And, and I've got uh, all kinds of other examples the, the, that are there in Scripture. And we won't take, take time to go, to go through them all. But God's call is present in the room this morning. And what's amazing is that when the call to come is not just heard from that source in the heavenlies, but that it comes from the church as well. In Revelation 22, verse 17, it says, The Spirit and the bride say, Come. We know in Scripture that the bride of Christ is the church, that we are great, so glad to be a part of the great church of God. And something powerful happens when the Spirit begins that call. And the bride comes alongside and echoes the call and the supernatural for somebody to come. To come out of loneliness, to come out of discouragement to come out of depression to come out of that place of hunger to come out of that place of thirst the bible says and and let him that heareth say come and let him that is a thirst come you see the request has the power in it to fulfill the command that it's asking and let him that is a thirst come so when the spirit and the bride say come then you have the right Right there in scripture, God's authoritative word says that he that is a thirst, come. You don't have to stay in the place that you're in. You say, it's thirsty, life isn't, isn't treat me well. I don't, I don't have the ability. I don't have the ability to do this. You're ab absolutely right, you don't. But if you'll just hear the voice, then you have the right to come. The call. The call in the effective, it, it, call in the natural is effective because it's the indicator of invitation. It's, it's a reminder in the animal world. It's a, it's a reminder to some animal that may not have even realized it, that it's not alone. It, it summons each to a place of community and connection and purpose. It's, it's that simple in the natural realm. And perhaps one of the most ex amazing examples of this, it comes to us from, from a call that neither of us or none of us have ever heard. It, it, it's probably an unheard call. It's, it's not from a rubber band stretched between a stick. It's not from some app on your phone. It's, it's a call that happens not in the farm, not in the field. It, it happens somewhere beneath the surface of the sea. It's, it's a complex call. They say that the single call of the male humpback whale is around 30 minutes in length. Don't worry, we're not going to watch the whole thing. But it's learned by the other male whales, and it's sung. And the same song is repeated, and... And it's not just a song of random noises that happens. It's actually something that's repeated. It's, it's measured. It's amazing that happens in the natural realm. It's, it's a call that comes. And I, we, we may not just, just 
watch close, guys, but if you want to dim the house lights and just put that on the screen for a sec, I just want to show you a little bit about what I'm talking about. It's winter in Mozambique, along Africa's southern coast. And the humpback whales have arrived from Antarctica. Each year, hundreds make the 4,000-mile journey north to mate and breed in these warmer waters. Sometimes you see the humpbacks while you're diving, sometimes you don't, but you can always hear them. The male humpback whale's song is one of the longest and most complex of any animal. A single call can last up to 30 minutes. Once it's over, the whale will start again, repeating the same song over and over. The song travels far underwater. Researchers believe some of these low-frequency sounds can be heard more than 10,000 miles away. These are some of the loudest sounds made by any animal on the planet. Why male humpback whales sing remains a mystery to researchers. It's possible males sing to attract females or as a display of dominance over competing suitors. One thing is certain, the whale's communication is vital to their survival. I hope you don't go to sleep like, uh, like we do at the Boston Aquarium every year when it's, you go into the, uh, but I found that to be incredibly interesting. Because if God in his creation includes this element of ability, that he allows an animal to issue a call that can be heard at the deepest level and to the furthest distance, and he allows that call to be the longest, most complex call found anywhere in the animal kingdom. And that call by different scientists has been measured and they've indicated it's critical to the survival of the species. Do you suppose that maybe God is just letting us know that perhaps his call is that powerful too? Could it, could it be that when we live in a world, and if you, if you looked at the 45th parallel, which is where we live, and you took the circumference of the world at the 45th parallel, that at the 45th parallel, the, the distance from that circumference from start to beginning is right around 10,500 miles. That literally a whale's call could start, he could hear himself when the, when the call comes back all the way around the world. If God would do that in the animal kingdom, if you went to the earth at its longest place, the equator, it's a, the earth is about 25,000 miles but at, at 12,500 miles, the call's already coming back. So if the call is issued in the animal kingdom, then it has the ability to reach that furthest distance away. Don't you think that God would create the supernatural realm so much more superior to that? That by the time that God issues a call, no matter where you are in life, God 
God's call reaches you right where you are. You, you may say this morning, it's pretty low. I, I'm in a pretty low place, Pastor Jack. I, I'm, I'm down in that low place right now. Can, can I just let you know God's call is reaching you right where you are? You say, oh, I, you don't know how far I've run. You don't know how far I've gone. I, I just want to remind you this morning, God's call is reaching you this morning. You haven't gone too far. It's still reaching you. It's still coming to where you are. And the call is saying, come. It's time to come out it's, it's time to come up it's time it's time to be removed from the place that's holding you in bondage and in fear and in desolation and destruction it's time to get up and get out because I hear the call come come the call the call is here in this hour and it's louder than it's ever been I wonder if you'd stand together with me Come on, anybody dwelling on the, the backside of the desert this morning and you think it's done. But, but in the message this morning or in the song service this morning or pre-service prayer, the call, the call. You can't ignore it. You can't, you can't sidestep it. It's here this morning. It's, it's conviction. It's just pulling. It's, it's drawing us closer. We, we've been, we come on, we've been in the recesses for too long. We, we've been held back long enough. It's time for the church to stand up and start to move into the place that God is calling us to. It's calling us. The call. Come on, the call isn't the end all be all. The call is the beginning. The call is what starts us on the journey that God has us on. The call gets us up out of that place of defeat and discouragement and death and and God gets us up but he doesn't just stop when we get to this place where the call comes then God says it's time let's go the spirit and the bride say let he that is then we go we find someone else and we issue the call and watch what God does in someone's life watch how God does the miracle watch how God performs healing watch how God turns somebody's life around watch a testimony come out of impossibility watch watch how God does it and we see the call to come and people get up out of sin and people get up out of uh, come on addictions and, and people get up out of wasted lives and people get up out of hopeless this and because they hear the call to come God does that miraculous work come on there is nothing like being a part of the church of the living God we get to be a part of the bride the spirit and the bride say come come on if you have that spirit working on the inside would you just pray in the Holy Ghost for a moment Come on, wilderness dwellers. Come on. Come on, let's step onto stormy seas. Come on, seasoned saint. Let's go into a new place in Christ. Let's go. I, I hear it. I hear it stirring. I, I hear it flowing. I, I wonder if someone would just begin to respond. It's happening. It's, it's happening in your heart before it happens in your head. It's, it's right here. It's not, it's not the natural ear. It's that spiritual he that hath an ear to hear. Let him hear. That 
opportunity to hear is activated in this realm, in this place where the Spirit of God, in, that, in the depths, it's act, something is activated. Your ability to hear. You, how many, I never heard a humpback whale before. Had to have some sonar microphone underneath the sea, catch it. But, but how many would say that, that you hear something? You, you didn't hear it maybe this week, but you got in service and you hear that call. The Holy Ghost is calling. On the most natural level, it's an invitation. It's an invitation to walk a different way. That's what repentance is. It's a de decision, a determination. I'm going to turn my life around. That, that's, that's what happens. But you, you can't stay static it's it's a response to that call to come and it it literally will turn your life around and you begin walking another direction simply because of the call come the call is here this morning and i'm wondering if on this first sunday where we have the opportunity to open this altar we've prepared for today we, we, we got chairs out of the way. We, we made a little more room between the rows so people would be a little bit comfortable. And, and we've, we've stayed in location. We've stayed between the lines of mandates and responsibilities and government. But I'd like to open the altar this morning, if that's all right. And I, I'd like to just invite somebody or everybody to come. Thank you, Brother Phillips. Thank you, Brother Calhoun. Thank you, Mike. Thank you, Haley. I, I wonder if someone would just hear in the supernatural. There, there's a call. There's a call. I, I'm responding. I'm, I'm not reacting. I'm, I'm responding to the call. And would you come? When you, when you come, would you come with the purpose that that I'm coming into a new purpose. I'm coming into a new season. I'm stepping over the threshold of, of yesterday. I'm stepping over the threshold of things that have held me back. I, I'm stepping over condemnation. I'm stepping, come on, if we, if we repent and we turn our lives towards God, it's, it's our privilege to walk into God's promise today. Would you lift your voice in prayer, whether you're in the altar, whether you're in the back? You, that God is call, His call is here. We're going to have a few baptisms and they're going to happen simultaneously with this altar service. But would you just begin to let your voice, come on, the spirit and the bride say come. But would you, would you echo the call that God is bringing into the room? I, it's moments like these that determine people's direction for eternity not just for a moment it's a moment like this where you just make your mind up I'm I'm turning my life around God if you if you can get me out of that then I'll walk into this I'll I'll walk into this promise I hear your call no one's excluded everybody everybody today it's it's the call that comes to you we're going to begin to sing and I wonder if you just begin to pray make it personal this morning